Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome. By the way, there is no host course curse. Greg, please stop. It's like every episode now. It's like a crutch. Come on, Greg. You're better than that. My name is Brendan, Marble Sports Worldwide Podcast. I don't know if I said all those things. Come on, Greg. And I'm Commander Wolf, and I... Yeah, Greg, I, I, the host curse is kind of drawn out. It's overdone. Okay, good. Okay, now now that you tried to copy that. So, um, that's going to come up today, by the way. Because, man, it re- it's becoming, like, like, very annoying now, to be honest with you. Like, vastly annoying to hear him bring that up every time. Like, it, it was, like, okay. Obviously, we disproved that on the show, and we can re-disprove it if, if there's a new set of people who um, are holding to it. We've disproved that that's a thing. But it was on, it was okay if he brought it up every few episodes, because it was like, all right, he's just trying to increase the drama. But now it's like every time. Right. It every is, time. It's been, I go back in season three. I'm sure it's like, I think it's like at least um, like eight of the, the ten races he has made a big deal about this host curse and about it being continually proven wrong over and over. But every other time he's like, oh, it's finally proven wrong. I'm like, that's been the whole season. What, uh, what are you talking about, Greg? What do you mean? Exactly. And even Waff's using the incredulous voice now. So you know what, it's silly. He doesn't like, really use that voice. Has his mind been wiped? Well, t- has his mind been wiped? And like every, every time week, the race happens? Every week he's like, Man, it's I I completely forget what's going on. Man, I wonder if the host of this race can do good. Oh, it might be a curse. I don't know. Maybe he can only remember back to Well, I mean, remember back to what? I mean, the only time that the host curse even made any sense was the one time with the Oceanics, which you could only maybe talk about it in that regard. But it's not a curse because it's not consistent. Actually, whatever. If you remember, like I don't know if it was all, either on Greg's episode or one of the Mel episodes, but we do know that they do give him some notes. So maybe like Dion or, or Yellow is like, hey, say something about the host curse here at the start. Um Maybe. Yes. Possibly. Anyways, I got this new phone and I got a new case for this new phone. And if you're looking at the camera feed, I'm gonna show it in front of the camera so you can see the case. I'm really happy with the new case, how it came out. It's like this black and gold with this really cool design. It I don't know. I really love it. I think um, I got this custom case. I ordered it from like a site in like Etsy and it came from Lithuania. So it, was, it took like two weeks to get in. So I had to be one of those people walking around without the, the case on my phone. And you're like, you know, those people that like that genuinely don't have a case on their phone. And it's not because they're ordering a custom one to be cool from across the world. It's like it's really it's weird. It's a weird vibe. You're like, do you just not care about your phone? I mean, that's like the subconscious thought that everyone else has. But um, it just looks weird. It looks like naked without uh, 
without a case on there. So, so I had to be that guy for a little bit. And like, I was always walking around scared that my phone was just going to break without a case. But again, I'll start again. This is, I just love this case. It's just so cool. It's just so me too. The black and the gold, it kind of matches the podcast. The, um, it does. And it's just, right. it's just great. Black and gold. I slowly am making all the little like extra extraneous things in my life black and gold and it's been it's been working it's i just love the color combo it's just it's a strong color combo um anyway moving on waff anything from you before we head to the news i don't want to belabor this intro uh i've just been super tired from working nights just i'm halfway through my tech shadowing i still got four more weeks uh and like we're gonna have to like uh, it's gonna be the back half of the week for the next four weeks, so we're gonna have to try and figure out how to record uh, earlier in the week for a while now. And ho- well, hopefully we can get you some stuff because we're near the end of Marble Marble One here. We can't miss that. <laughs> yeah, and then actually, um, really really important Marble League is starting soon. Well, we're gonna try to get back on Fantasy, yeah. which also of course takes an hour for us to talk through once we do that. So that's gonna be w- wonderful. Um, you know, so we're, we're going to really try to be cracking these out. Though I will say schedule transition will be easy once we get into the end of August because I know we're going back to college. So my schedule will change again and we'll figure it out. Um, but mm. uh, we'll find that way to be consistent. We'll figure it out. We'll keep the shows coming. We'll We've best, weathered yeah. a lot of weird things and during this show. We'll weather more of it. Yeah. All right. Uh I, I one other thing like I'm gonna try and actually upgrade my recording space from being in my closet to like actually my bedroom I'm like I'm gonna like try and sound treat my entire room because like I've been getting more serious with voice acting recently and one of the steps of really getting a better sound would be to actually be in a, something that doesn't sound like you're in a box so that's one thing and then that, that means I can actually record the podcast in a nice sound treated room that isn't like claustrophobic and gets super hot very easily and just makes me uncomfortable <laughs> sitting here for for like an hour and a half. <laughs> mm, I feel you, man. But hey, we're really excited for that upgrade because it's kind of weird looking at that blanket behind you every time. It um, really is. It's not very professional. It no, sounds better. It looks like you're like it looks like you're like uh built a little blanket for it like when we were kids and you were like you're trying to like yes. hide and like quickly record this podcast before anyone finds out like <laughs> quick yeah. talk about story um <laughs> started good this time so um i don't know so all that being said let's get to the news when we come back from the news we got a lot we got um what's gonna surprise me when we come back to the news i'm gonna surprise you guys <laughs> not really i'm just gonna bring up mswpodcast at gmail.com the most unsurprising part of this show you can email us please email us mswpodcast at gmail.com Waff's gonna surprise me then we're gonna hit some, uh, a couple emails that's why i brought up the emails that i just said chat and then we're going to roll through all the analysis we all the thoughts we have on electron expressway which i do have a bunch of odd ones um so it's gonna be interesting for sure um also the fact that the crazy cat says not in first anymore um, is unfortunate, and they got zero. Did you know they got zero points? They got zero points in this past race. I, that might be the first time that the Crazy Cats have put on on a legitimate zero. Mm, a legitimate. I think zero. it's happened before. It might be. I don't. I see. I'm not 100 sure, but I mean, that was a legit dead zero. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's head to the news, and we'll see you on the other side.
Sports fans! I'm Commander Wolf, here with the Marvel Sports Worldwide News. It's that time again, so let's go over yet another race of Marvel 1 Season 3. This week is GP10, the Electronic Expressway, hosted by the Cobalts, a track that features quite the combination of features. Making its return is the Marble Booster, which then launches Marvels into a banked turn, followed by the new feature, the Shell, which is JMR's version of the Muller Corner. These three features all work together quite well in order to give Marbles a great chance to pass each other by based on how fast they're going and which lane they ended up taking. Unfortunately for Momo, they didn't end up going into the booster quite right on one of the laps, and as a result, they went from 4th all the way down to 16th. It's quite sad. So sad. But on the other end of the spectrum, we have Starry, who is quite the dominant racer. But not to be outdone was Orangen, who really gave them a run for their money. At several times, they almost passed them, but Starry was just too good, and in the end, they managed to take first, followed close behind by Orangen in second, of course. And in third was Glimmer. Moving on over to the standings, things have really narrowed down. In the individual standings, only six marbles remain in contention. Those marbles are Red Eye, Orangen, Starry, Clutter, Erp, and Royal. Very similarly is the team standings, with the O-Rangers, Crazy Cat's Eyes, Balls of Chaos, Team Galactic, the Cobalts, and the Green Ducks being the only teams left who can win the championship. With only two races to go, there's not a lot of time left to make up some points, so those teams better play it carefully, otherwise this roster will get cut down even further. Well that's all for the news, thank you for listening. I'm Commander Wolf, you are the best fans in the world! Let's kick it on back with the podcast. The news is over and we are back. Thank you, news anchor, mysterious voice, for doing what you do. <laughs> Without you, I don't know what to do. A live chat just came in as we came back saying Electron Expressway is boring. And you know what? Well, we'll talk about Electron Expressway and the positives and the negatives, but eh, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, though um, I can see why some people might say this. Waff. People are expecting a surprise. People are expecting Marble to freak out there. So let's yes. see what you got for me. Um, to give you guys some background, there is an article out on Team Phoenix, which I totally forgot about, and I still don't believe exists, yeah. but there's a whole article. <laughs> Apparently, they were Hubelino, whatnot. So they made a whole um, retrospective, and Waff is like, there's a big thing in there that would kind of surprise me at, at least a little bit. And I'm like, I and I read through the, I skimmed through the whole thing before the show, and I couldn't find anything that really uh, blew my mind. So I'm gonna, Waff's gonna help me out here. Maybe maybe tell me where to go in the article to to read about it, kind of make it a little yeah, more. So like, subtle I'll, I'll go over some of, I'll go over some of the other points, but to kind of give the fans you know, kind of an idea of what this is about. First of all, like this is written by Edu. This is his second article for uh, Marvel Earth. So I love Edu. Pretty awesome right there. Uh, and I know this is out of order from our normal stuff, but like I had to bring this up. So like. Worse, I also forgot that Team Phoenix is a thing. So like, I, like when I saw, oh, Hubelino, like, oh, shoot, right. I remember actually rooting for them at one point. <laughs> Team Phoenix, they have a cool logo. <laughs> they, do, they do. Hershey had a really cool logo for it. Real shame that I didn't get to see it and use more. But uh, some things I really liked about it was how, for instance, uh, they mentioned the Midnight Melee competition in here, which was actually brought up in the, I think, first in the Midnight Wisps retrospective. And what I like about this is, like, 
they retroactively put Team Phoenix in there by t- like the Burning Bananas team is is Team Phoenix mer- merged with the uh was it the banana splits and <laughs> which like, is cool i, I love like the logo it. for that by the way if you're on the chrome with us it is on the youtube the logo for the ban- the burning bananas is just yeah shout out it to might Laura be Rolla. the best thing ever <laughs> laura Rolla, um, you did great there but yeah like, that's what like i kind of like that because like well like yeah it well it does help to make the world feel bigger when like they always have like these random new competitions that are all around and stuff it does make it feel disconnected at times so by having them like retroactively connecting these teams here and like showing them connect like it makes a connection in this world so it's like these stories and these different articles do connect it's like the 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 team phoenix has been here the whole time technically just retroactively and like it connects the worlds more so i do appreciate them not just making a new competition every time they have a retrospective they also have like pre-existing ones that from their own lore that they then start connecting together Mm -hmm. uh but the big things like are like uh at the very end of the article uh, three marbles. So three marbles return to Herbotamia, which is like where their 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 the competition their current current. I think Midnight Melee happened, or no? Sorry, no. That's where they live. My bad. Um, and they they join Team Phoenix's staff, which is a uh, Phoenix like Phoenix is a uh, like like basically Team Phoenix became like the supporting staff for Phoenix the Sam Marble Rally Marble. That's kind of what their story is for how what happened to them there. Which I kind of skipped over that. They also like Phoenix. Like I went back and watched the not a marble thing. Phoenix blatantly says, "I should like, like knowing what you know now. I should have been the one to win, and Super Bowl should have gotten second. This article makes it sound like hey, they never said that. So I guess they like they, they're striking the the documentary from canon. Maybe mm, I, don't I don't really know. know. Maybe no, I don't know if that impersonated Phoenix. Wait, what documentary was this? Oh, the R- R- number three documentary. MSPN, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, they. I think that's that's the loosest canon in this in the world of Marvel sports, so they don't really have to care sure. about that. Especially since, well, that second one never even came out, which would have been fun. Yeah, yeah it would have been fun. Uh, but the three Marvels who join are R.S. Sivo from the Telescopics, as well as the, the former Telescopics coach. I like that. That's a really cool. Uh, and Marvel um, Fox, uh, which I don't think has any like maybe that's a, a more of an internal reference that i'm not, not, not really aware of yeah i don't know about but it. The, the the third one and this one took me a bit because each would give me some hints like like there's an easter egg here and it says sarge an experienced off-road racer. oh oh west coast marvel cross no yes! and do look at you go oh boy Oh boy! What? Oh man! Wow! You couldn't have thrown like X camo in there. Come on, man! But still, <laughs> Sarge, that's so cool. Well done, well done, Edu. I that, that reaction you, was perfect. That is that is very good. That is exactly what needed to be there, and that kind of oh, that's. That's good. Very good. I like yeah. that. I like that very much. For anyone who doesn't know, West Coast Marble Cross was a uh, series created by some actually random guy who emailed the show and said he just wanted a little bit bigger of a platform than just starting the channel um, to throw his series on so that uh, um, you know he could get some commentary and that at least a few hundred people could enjoy the series. And it ended up ended up doing okay. You know, people enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Um, 
And so uh, one of the marbles from that West Coast Marble Cross racing series, which ended up being pretty well made, I'd say, you know, racing marbly yeah. or anything, but it was for it a was first good. series. Yeah, it was it was fun. Um, was uh, was Sarge? He was he was on one of the teams, um, and so I uh, I don't know to see that pulled in, really cool. Just really cool because I guess that's the only thing, we, only content we've posted on our channel that really might be worth being in the Marble World. Obviously, the Algadu League doesn't really hold any water because we never yeah, finished it, true. and that was kind of roulette wheel. But um, and uh, but that was really cool. I really enjoyed that um, that little reference. Thanks to do. Yeah, you do. Like when he sent me the message about the Easter egg, like I was like just got home from one of my night shifts and was going to sleep, so I kind of I fell asleep and forgot to respond. I woke up, I was like. Uh okay, military is it maybe reference to my name, Commander Wolf? And he's like, like it's close. Like it's somewhat related to MSW. He's like, wait, ex camo. But then I saw he made a message in like the the West Coast Marble Cross channel recently, and like, and like that got that. So those two things are now in the forefront of my mind. And then they connected. It's like, That's so oh good. wait a minute, West Coast Marble. Yo! Let's see what he said. I forget what he said. Um, uh, West Coast. I randomly decided to check event one today. I did watch event two back when it came out, so now I'm done. Oh, and that's where he <laughs> little bit of a hint here. No, that was mm-hmm. that was put on July nineteenth though, and this came out on July eleventh. So there's that. Anyway, um, but it's it's so cool that now we have something that's part of the Marble Earth lore, which in which is because it's officially associated with JMR now. That also means we're part of JMR's lore. Technically. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. if that guy, if is that, I'm sure he doesn't listen to this at this point. But if that guy were to keep kept listening to this, anything you make is now JMR lore. Anything we make with hey, Sarge hey, man, is yeah. now JMR what a, lore. What a world! Because like it's just part of the world. Because now that Sarge has been spoken into JMR existence, anything he does is officially part of the existence of the world of JMR. Um, now I do in the, in the future endeavors, try to pull some, uh, racing marble league marbles in there. Um, someone do that because I want that to be confirmed into that world soon because it deserves be to cool. be, because I mean, come on. I mean, mm-hmm. crimson lady could have beaten savage beater marbles. I mean, so I mean, <laughs> uh, by far, but, um, no oh, matter. Guys. Um, I also love like EG said, like, I think no one else knew is there. So he put that Easter egg in there. And just to see who would catch it, I think we were the first. Like I was the first one to get it, but only because he gave me hints. You got it pretty. I got it once you like kind of gave me a little help. Um. Yeah. Once once you had me reread Sarge, once you pointed me there, then I was like, oh yeah, because you know I remember, I remember. Um. But I needed to like like when I was skimming, I would I just I it was like half a sentence. I didn't catch it, but I needed like you to like focus in on that and then i was like oh no way sarge yeah. that sounds oh an uh, off-road racer because marble cross mm-hmm. well done exactly yeah oh i love the subtlety it's just it's just wonderful it's um, so good anyway so that will do it for that surprise i hope you guys are surprised if i am i was really but uh we have some emails you guys want some emails i want some emails I want some emails. And let's see. So we have a few. Remember, mswpodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to keep saying it until we get more and more emails. Alex is cool, writes in. He always writes in. Uh, hey, no long email this time. He just says lel. Then he says, JMR, just use the Muller Corner, LMFAO. I was thinking of changing my name to Alex out here. Is that better or worse than Alex NGL? I think they are both the same. I I have no preference. Yeah. 
It's I what ever you would prefer. Or like, I can't. What does NGL stand for again? I can't. Not remember. gonna lie. So I do oh, like I, uh, I do like NGL. It's kind of nice for Alex. Alex NGL is better for me. Yeah, Alex NGL is better than Alex out here. It's it's mostly because I'm used to seeing a Alex NGL in like the Discord. So, but like it's up to you, Alex. Whatever you you personally resonates with you more. Alex here that would be cool too. Just Alex here. <laughs> Our Alex out. <laughs> Just Alex, Alex out. out. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, I don't know. Think on those things. But uh, yeah, they. They, okay, they totally did use a Muller corner. And you know what? And we're going to get into this. We're going to get into this. But they, they still messed it up. I can't believe they, they did, but they still messed it up. They messed up the Muller corner. I, I don't know if you caught this, Waff. They messed up the Muller corner. I There are things about it that I can see what you might be referring to. There are two things, but we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get, get to it. There. I want to tease it. They did mess up the Muller corner, and it's upsetting. So we'll talk. At least two things. Okay. Next email from, of course, the wonderful and powerful Edu. I don't know how powerful he is, but he seems powerful. I wonder I wonder if Edu could take me in a fight. Um, let's see. Well, I mean, we, a live chat is rating this. Well, this one guy is rating the track Electron Expressway as a 3 out of 10. So we'll get there. That'll be, hmm. that'll be exciting. Let's see what Edu has to say. GP10, track design highlight. Electron Expressway is the most interesting track of the season. Well, we already got some controversy there. When it comes to design, a technical first sector that gives many opportunities for passing, a second sector which starts with a change of tone, and a third where marbles reach high speeds. How it plays out, my observations. With multiple line choices available and many points, marbles who are more consistent in finding the fastest way come out on top. The accelerator was more problematic this time. A poor entry meant that a marble wouldn't be properly boosted into the banking and lack speed. Although I was the first to know that in qualifying. Yeah, dude. We'll talk yeah. about that too. With Momo suffering the most during the race, the quad split, similar to RML's Muller corner, added an extra challenge for the line choice. As we may know, it's not just picking the shortest line. It's also carrying momentum and having the best exit, especially with the chicane right after it. Some marbles struggled with entry and even got airborne. Um... Yeah, there, there were at least probably more small issues that I had with the Muller Corners execution. Um, some of it's the surrounding track, some of it's the actual Muller Corner itself, and some of it's the surrounding features uh, around the Muller Corner. It was, and it, it's unfortunate because, I mean, listen, obviously this is subjective. Obviously, you might ask someone from JMR or someone who watched that video and said, wow, this execution of the Muller Corner is way better than the one on Racing Marble League. But I have to be honest, watching so much of both JMR and the Marble League, I feel like the Racing Marble League's Muller Corners operated so much better. They operated so much better. And again, I'll, I'll pause on that until we get into it. But I want to point out that I, I do see problems. Um, something I also want to say is that, yeah, it was very odd. Because um, I remember watching the qualifying and Yellow Eye... Um, Yellow Eye... Because I, I know my, my brain took like a, a mental note and then didn't really think it through. But, like, Railway came out of that booster, and I was like, wow, he looked like he didn't really get boosted. <laughs> like, I was like, mm-hmm. did he, like, somehow miss that? And um, and then he just finished with a terrible time, and I was like, what happened in there? Um, and I'm not 100% sure, and I'm going to um, – I'm, I don't know if you've read – I think some people had some thoughts on why, so maybe we'll talk about that too. I know, I know why. Like, I know the physics behind it. I'll explain when we get there. Good, good, good. Okay, so we're going to cover that. 
Um, but yeah, I think you make some good points. I think it was a very dynamic course. I tend to mm-hmm. actually uh, like this one. But we will... Um, again, it was kind of like when we talk about Stardust Accelerator. What did we have there? Stardust Accelerator had great ideas. Had fun features. Had good design. But it had a lot of poor execution. So because of that... The, the, it killed some of the race. It killed some of the um, the appreciation of the course because some of the execution made the racing not what it could be. So, um, again, more on that later. Let's finish up in these emails. Uh, Alex Mendoza. Which is just Alex, which is just Alex's alt. Oh, he just, Alex, <laughs> he just sent a meme. Me when you don't email in to mswpodcast at gmail.com. You should email in because we like yeah. to hear from you guys. It's Mr. Um, Incredible by being angry at the textbook. That's because this yeah, is an audio podcast. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> well, I mean, Alex, you missed you missed a week one time, so hmm. Yes. Yeah. Come on, man. Missing a week, man. We can't miss weeks because if we miss a week, and then there's just no show, so no one missed a week. <laughs> but <laughs> you guys miss weeks. Come on, man. Um. But yeah, I think I do have a lot of good points. I might circle back to them. Um, over the course of this show because he always has the insight but so let's uh let's venture forth and actually talking about electron expressway and um i mean what do i want to start here i guess what i want to start is on this interesting aside that i was thinking about um and this is in the qualifiers okay. and, and then we'll cover yellow eye because he was also qualifier related um so I was thinking about comment. So I think about commentary. I watch and I think a lot about Greg's commentary because I do commentary and I do a lot of it now, um, and I've gotten pretty decent at it. So that's like very much a part of my processing of a, of a race or a production because I'm thinking mm-hmm. about the stuff that I do. Um, and, he, and I'm sure nobody else noticed this, or pretty sure, but this is something I, that I, that I guess it shows to me the different styles between someone like Greg and someone like myself. So at the end of the Q2, where you have the race with the 10 marbles for three um, for three laps, right? So I remember it was Starry, what was it, Starry and Momo finished first and second in that, I think, right? Uh, yes. We'll go with that. Starry, because that's not really important to, the, to what I'm trying to make a point about. So Starry and Momo will say finished first and second. I know Starry finished first in that. And, um... As they were coming across the finish line, Greg was, like, talking about something else. And then afterwards, um, he kind of, like, after Sari and Momo had both already crossed the finish line, he then he, he, he then launches into this whole kind of, this kind of, like, post buildup about that whole event that already occurred. And he was, like, like, they had already crossed at this point. And he was, like, um, oh, God, I, I should just get the actual audio because it would be more sensible here. Um I'm just going to do that. Just bear with me a second. I'm going to get the actual audio because he said he just kind of like, well, remember, Brendan, it only pl- it'll only play on the stream. It won't play for it. Uh, I know. I know. I just oh, want to hear it again. And then because okay. um, um, I, I want to be able to like accurately represent this. But like gotcha, basically gotcha. he kind of built up the event like it hadn't happened yet after it ha- already happened, which I found just just kind of unsettling. I don't know. Wait, I don't really. Like, yeah. Like, 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 listen to this. Uh, Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Final lap. Starry and Momo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, he says, so after they'd already crossed and like five marbles across, he's like, he's like, can they do it again across the line? And they will. And the marbles had already crossed. And the, the way he Wait. built that up. 
like it sounded like you did, did you hear that i did not but i'm thinking about it now did they mess they must have messed up the timing of some of his audio no 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 because yeah. every all the other audio was on point so what I'm i mean saying, by, make, i think that clip might have been that only that clip might have been out of sync that wouldn't whatever make any reason. sense based on how well, I mean, you record commentary I mean, well, it's it's not when you record; it's when they edited it. Someone must have actually cut copy like copy pasted and actually pushed the audio further down and forgot to move it back. Probably, I don't think so. And the only reason I say that is because the flow of the race didn't seem to be missing, to be lacking oh, really? any gaps in mm-hmm. in camera work, and also greg kind of has a flow to his commentary when he does it in one take so he just flips it on and does it so there's not going to be a bunch of little different audio recordings so i would say no um so what basically what he did just to repeat one more time is that like all the marbles were passed like five marbles were passed starry momo way past and he's like can they do it starry and momo once again and then and then he's like yes they can or yes starry does and this is like all of that vocal stuff happened about three seconds after starry and momo finished and i was like like I don't know. Like to me, that was like I mean, it just it's just late. It just see, it feels weird. That's like yeah. that's like if I was like three, two, one, start, and the marbles were already four seconds into yeah. the race. So uh, um, new theory. I maybe what happened was like maybe Greg really was like took a drink and like like and he underestimated how quickly he like needed to get back into saying something, and so he just kind of but he continued it as if he didn't take the drink, and he expected okay they'll go back in and fix the timing for me, and they didn't do it. Well. Maybe, maybe, but again, I say to that like they, this is they've been doing this forever, and he's done this before. Sure. So, so I feel like I feel like, like if that was something mistake. where he was like, "Oh, they'll fix it," like he either knows they're gonna fix it and mention it to them, or that's just not what they do. So like you know what I'm saying? Like I I don't know. It feels to mm. me because because and he says like he says he does it in one take and like so right. No, um, I believe I believe so, that I do. So I um. I don't know. I, I I guess it's a style thing for me because I like when I commentate, I make sure I'm as current as possible. Like I will forsake whatever thought I might have mid lap to jump back in and be like, I'm gonna say when Stario Momo finish as they finish because it makes sense to me, I guess. Hmm, yeah. um, which is why um, if you listen to my kind of style, it's always a little faster. Like I'm talking a little faster because I'm always trying to make sure I'm staying current. I'm gonna say things that are ah. actually happening. I'm not gonna be late on them. Um, which, you know, either style can work fine. And Greg does, again, he does an amazing job. I'm just saying that that, I pointed that, that kind of stuck out to me, especially as someone who does broadcasting. I was like, eh, I mean, like he's like building, cause he built it up. He's like, can they do it? Can they do it? And it's like, they're already done. You know? So I don't, I don't know. It was kind of weird, but, um, it was just, uh, and everything else synced up fine before and after. So I don't know what, maybe it was a actual editing mistake. I don't know, but it seems to be like a, just a, kind of a weird broadcasting choice and uh um i just found it kind of interesting because my style is usually different or like i prefer to like a more current like just like current or don't say it at all i, I don't know mm. yellow I eye let's talk about up. yellow eye waff yellow eye uh, yellow eye sucks. you said you own <laughs> that's great but you said you had an explanation <laughs> For I'm, the, 
What was I, that? Oh, oh, <laughs> I was like, I want the explanation for the for the gate. Okay, so yeah, inqu- inqu- all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My Not brain. Just yellow eyes. Suck. So what am I supposed to? What is anyone gonna do with that? I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah, in yellow eyes, fair, fairness in yellow for yellow eye. Their qualifier, they got unfairly kind of cheated out because of uh, an error with the booster, and this happened to Momo too in the race. And some people brought up points like, well, by hat, like this like makes it a somewhat skillful thing like where you have to be careful about where you enter and i kind of i get that but so here's the thing how the booster works some people actually i think have been confused about this like term mentioned like compressed air blowing them but that's not how that works like it's a roller i think right yeah it's it's a roller because like if it was a compressed air it could have been taller and and they could allow the marble the metal bearing for the safety marble to go through they wouldn't need that extra safety track to go by because the air wouldn't be able to push it fast enough to do any damage so the reason why that safety track is for the bearing is because the, the gap is too small for the the safety marbles to go through. Because right. it needs to be smaller to compress the marble. Because it's a specific sized to, gap. To launch them. Yeah, exactly. Right. So what's happening here? So I'll, I'll explain it, but I'll show visual as well. So this is like the wall of the, of the actual um. Yeah, I'm just going like to leave the qualifiers the on. So we, uh, yeah. I'm going to leave these qualifiers on so we just see a bunch of marbles going through it as well. Okay. Explains. Yeah. So basically, like the way the, the launcher works is like there is a the, the, the casing an axle and, and then there's a roller on it and the what's happening here i think the roller is not like actually going into the wall of the casing so that way every square inch of the outside has a roller exposed there's like one part and for the youtube viewers you can see like where there is a gap between the 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 roller and the wall of the casing so the marble would hit that and even said in a comment like yeah like the, basically they hit that so the friction of them hitting the wall and getting squeezed against that took away all, pretty much all of their boost coming out of it. So, so you're, saying the, wait, there, you're saying the roller is not flesh against that wall of the encasement, so there's, well, that, it there's might room be flush for the gap the thing, for it, a lack of compression. It could be flush, but that's actually, that's also, that would be the problem. It's like, it's like, because you can get in between that gap of the wall and the roller. The roller, an easy fix, just cut out a hole, in, make, make the casing bigger and more hollow, and make the roller bigger so that it actually goes into the casing, so that every single part in that open section has mm. the roller exposed so that way they can actually touch it at any every single point. It's a very simple fix, not hard at all to do. I'm pretty sure that I, I wouldn't bet even Fubeka's roller is probably designed that way. If it's not, like that's it's a very simple way to do it. Like just make the roller bigger, have a hole in there. That way, every bit of it is exposed so that they can launch them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Thanks for that explanation. Um, that's probably what happened. You get caught in the side, and the things aren't um. If the roller's not uh, progressed all the way to the side, then it's just going to leave this weird gap, and then the marble's not going to get that same compression needed that it would be in the middle. So that's, I mean, that kind of is unfortunate. Um, but again, just show, I mean, I don't know. Let me test that. I mean, I don't know why they don't test this stuff, because, like, Fubeka hasn't had that problem, and he's Fubeka. Racing Marble League never had a problem with that. Um, well, I guess the marble booster kind of works a little differently, but you know what I'm saying. Like, Never as a marble really never did a marble fall back down the marble booster because it did not get enough speed. Never in one single race did that occur over three seasons of racing marble league plus a B That's league true. plus an elite race. Never, not That's even true. a single time. Is that clear? That's yeah. a lot of time for someone who who just started marble sports making to make a single mistake and did not make one. And th- it is yeah. a much more complicated booster. It's going vertical. This one's just straight, just speeding up the marble. It's like hitting the boost pad in Mario Kart. 
should be yeah. tested at least so that those simple things don't happen. Yellow eye could have had a different result. Yeah. It's yellow yeah, eye. Yellow eye gets a good time in qualifiers. He's probably not going anywhere for the duration of the race. <laughs> right? Well, it all depends. Like, like we've seen marbles recover from, incredibly well from bad qualifying positions. So, like, it's still technically on yellow eye for not doing much better. But at the same time, like, it, like they weren't given a really good chance. Like, at all. I don't know. It, it, it is what it is. Um, I believe there's an interruption, so I'll just keep on talking. No, I'm, uh, I'm but, back. Sorry, a very brief yeah. in, interruption. Yeah, sweet. Um, so we my sister came out, in, and I was great. like, listen, I'm doing the show. And she's like, <laughs> This I... happens every week, every yeah, week, just, basically. Just, you know, people, people don't understand the seriousness of marble-related discussion. Right, they don't. Get right, it. I know it's so important. Yeah, Mar- talking about marbles. If if we don't talk about these marbles in the show, then what we're what we're doing is we're we're creating a less a lesser quality life on this planet. There's a, the quality of life is only greater every time we do the show. It can't go down. It can't go down. So if we don't do the show, quality of life drops for that week. Yeah. Interruptions on the show, your quality of life has dropped because of that interruption, and now we're spending this time on it. Quality of life has gone down. Oh MSWpodcast at gmail.com. MSWpodcast.gmail.com. It's a great transition to any conversation. It's so smooth. I want to say that. I do want to bring up, so you mentioned Mar- uh, Mario Kart, and EJ brought this up to me at the beginning of this before the episode started, and like the track looked familiar to me when I looked at it, and sure enough, it's Rainbow Road from GBA. What? It, the, the rack's design. The, the right. The rack. The tracks design. Really? Is apparently Rainbow. Like looking at the comparing the two, it is Rainbow Road from the from Mario Kart GBA. Now I'm a totally little upset it. that I didn't catch that. No, GBA. So not the SNES. The 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 yeah. the one with the song that goes boom 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 boom. It's kind of like that. It, I missed a few notes and a few gaps, but you get the idea. Um, but like, the, the design is like, like in the past. I've, like I wonder, like how many? Tr- like I've, I haven't kept track of like the inspirations, but like in the past, they would be based on real F one tracks. And I'm curious, like how many of the past tracks? have been based on F1 stuff, and how many have been based off of, like, fantasy things? Like, uh, like that's a good point. I have not been keeping up with that. Like, has this been... Have they been consistently doing that? Because, like, I'm very curious now. I have GBA up, and let's compare. I'm going to compare them here. Which, which GBA is that? That's not the track that I that he showed me. This is this is Rainbow Road GBA. Uh, so... And Rainbow. this is this is right, yes. So we start. So you see where my mouse pointer is. If you're looking at the Chrome, you're starting here, right on the right side in this middle area. Um, obviously, there's none of that little fun little shortcut. And then you go, you start, you're going upwards on this map, and you're going to the right on the actual Marbula One map um, to this little kind of section that looks like a like two ears or something. I don't know. It's just like it has the two the curve and then the other curve. That's cool. And it's like a tough section, and then you have that little straight, and then you have the hairpin, and then um, right, right, and then you go, then you bow out for a second, then you have the longer straight, and there's a little speed here, so that's good for the accelerator, the the bank turn, then you have the mullet. Yeah, this is that's freaking cool. 
That's yeah. really freaking cool. In fact, I'm going to snip this and send this to James. Me and James are big Mario Kart people, so he's going to love this. Um, yeah, I, I love like, actually looking at the, the mini-map design of the tra- uh, track. It looks like the, like the tip of Texas on the right side on the track for Mar- Mario Kart. <laughs> it kind of does. Really? Wait. Yeah, like the right, the like the uh, where El Paso is, like the the right hand side of Texas, or at least left hand looking at the map. So like, like if it's kind of weird, it's kind of funny. Mario Kart man, uh, I'm gonna put uh, Mario M- Mario Bula one as naming this file. <laughs> oh my gosh! Which I didn't have to. But yeah, touch. That's, a, that's interesting. I I guess maybe write in or like maybe after, like after the show something and tell me like what were the previous tracks inspirations yeah, if you guys, like, yeah if you guys know up. if you guys know they like, send us those because those are really cool but um uh we don't i mean i mean it's hard to catch them if someone doesn't point it out you know what i'm saying because like i never would have looked at this and like picked gba you know because like, like, it's hard to really just remember that but that's really awesome um, I love that they're doing that. That makes this course actually go up a point for me. Eju just told us Minty Mania was actually designed based off of a fan design for the track. So that's cool. They're actually like taking a fan's design and putting it into the world. That's really awesome. Yeah, I know. yeah. That's that's a good way to keep engagement high. I, we need to know more about that stuff. That kind of makes my opinion higher of JMR, um, and and you know their their decisions. So. Let's talk about this course now that we're yes. we're into it. I think that this course is good, but there's a few problems that I have. Few, well, I mean, I guess you can call the the problem with the booster uh, like a real problem problem, and I guess that needs to be yeah. you know focused on. But it's not the actually. Oh, we have a uh, we have a zoom in here on the booster. Yeah, I forgot about that. that so let me see if we that. can get something useful here. Um. It's hard to see under this to see, I th- I don't know. It looks like there's some plastic sticking out on either side that might be that might have hit yellow eye. Yeah, it it definitely is a roller. Because you know what I think happened now that I'm looking sure. at it. I'm thinking I'm thinking what happened is not necessarily that yellow eye didn't get compressed and sped up, but maybe what happened was yellow eye hit some of the plastic on the side there. And went from whatever speed he was at to a lower to like a to no speed, and then hit Jamar the booster. made a comment that said exactly that. Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, the booster did its job, but he was slowed down to a as a speed of zero before it hit the booster. So it didn't. It didn't. Velocities are additive in well, not really, but in this case, they are additive. So basically, if the marble enters faster, it's it the the constant speed of the booster is just going to add that velocity on. So it's not going to if yellow eye is slow to enter because he stopped right before he enters, he's going to leave slower, even though the booster's spinning at the same speed. So I mean, that might have been why that didn't work out. I would I would lean more that way. Nah. Eh. Either but, or. Yeah, I don't know. What, whatever happened, there's um, they need some fixing. But let's talk about the Mono Corner because that's the big thing here. The the course itself is cool. I liked the turns. Obviously, it's GBA Ramble Road, so that makes any other choice on the course actually pretty awesome. Um, to make it look like that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I I like the, the how it started. I like the the turns at the beginning. More a technical section, as Greg called it. I like yeah. the how it had a couple longer straights. Um, I like that one kind of divider in the middle. Again, marbles seem to slip over that divider all the time, but it is what it is. That's just what happens. Um, I like the accelerator. I think it's well used. I love the 90-degree bank turn after the accelerator. Jeez. That makes the use of the accelerator actually fun and important and well done. So, JMR, extra point for that. But where we take points away is at the oh. 
the Muller Corner. Like, um, and oh I want to. There are things I love about it, though. We'll talk about it, but I want to. I want to identify three things I don't like about that. Okay. Three things I don't like about the um, the Muller Corner is the the execution number one of the Muller Corner. Um, the lack of understanding, number two, of a Muller Corner, and the exit, number three, of the Muller Corner. So, so we'll kind of, uh, I couldn't think of a E word for lack of understanding, but so I couldn't do all three E's. But those are three problems I had with the Muller Corner, so we'll, we'll kind of break them down that way so you guys can see the three different facets of this. But I will say this, the entrance into the Muller Corner made a lot of sense. We'll start there. Um, and it, so that, that will be a positive. I mean, you have the banked hairpin and you come down a long straight, then you hit the Muller corner 90 degrees. Wonderful. That was great. Actually, that was mm -hmm. actually well done. But here till we get to the, um, the execution, the execution of the actual Muller corner, the space in the Muller corner. I'll pause here. Hopefully those continue to show on the stream. But, um, if you see here, what I really hate about this execution is that they put the checkered white and red thing on the edge again and i don't i don't for the life of me understand why they did that i just the reason i don't like that is because so many marble i think we literally paused at a frame where this is true i think there's a blue marble there so many marbles just went on top of the 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 divider thing the, the yeah. checkered thing which kind of defeats the purpose of having that there i it, and it kind of to me, it takes away from the possibilities that could have had they could have been had in this Muller corner. So, I mean, that execution to me is just bad because what you do there is you take all this extra track away. Because look at the the thickness of that checkered section, that red and white is like it's like an inch thick, and that takes like an inch off the track where you then can't, um, you know, make more Muller corner or make a better Muller corner because you're you're constricting your space. And then marbles don't even respond to that constricted space well; they just roll right up into that divider. So fast marbles are kind of hurt because that divider is more friction than the, your average marble drone um, bottom. So you just marbles are hurt by rolling right up on that divider, and it's just it's just bad. It's just it 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 kind of right. it kind of most marbles went there, so it kind of defeats some of the purpose yeah. of the corner, and I, and so that lack of execution bothered me well if you want to uh, add to yeah that. the divider like it is the, uh, it's there always to keep them from hitting those red connectors on the turn so they don't lose momentum but the problem is like we as we mentioned I think last week like they're too low so it's very easy for especially when coming out of a booster like that it's very easy to just go up on top of it the other thing like so the muller like corners I, I don't know if they did this like, like they're slanted like, and I don't know if they did like maybe it's like to help conserve momentum to maybe be faster, but by doing that, like that it allows them to jump over into the next lane easier. And I'm pretty sure it's on the last lane too, so it, it makes it even easier to get up. Well, maybe it's on the last one, but like it does allow, like kind of encourages them to get the, the farthest one out. And that is one of the positives I will give them, like the like the speed of the way that like when they went to the farthest fourth lane. It, they would hit that um, chicane uh, coming out of it, and then they would go thread that needle so perfectly, and it would just go right through. And it was like, that was so satisfying to see. Orange and zipping ahead. Oh my gosh. I love that. I really love that. That's a cool idea. Like, having, like, I, I think, like, the, the inside most lane actually was kind of punished because you always hit the, the turn. So I think maybe a better way to do it is, like, you have, like, two lanes that are good. Like, the middle lane is like, like like a good straight shot. The fourth the fourth outer lane like allows you to really like thread the needle. And the two ones are the bad ones. Like it like really tests your skill to get them because marbles almost never get the middle one at least in in RML. 
Like so, like I think like having well, elements where like different one. lanes have different results like that. That'd be that's I love that. That was so good, so good. Um, I like mildly agree, but also mildly disagree with that. But they'll kind of become more understood when I go through these last two points. Okay, so. Um, but I, I can see what you're saying. And I liked that. I loved the feeling when I saw Orangin hit, go outside and then come directly through and not bump off any of the chicanes. That was fun. Um, here's the thing. So that I talked about execution. I don't like the stripe. The next topic, lack of understanding. I think there's a lack of understanding of a Muller corner here. Um, and again, I don't know if they even saw racing marble league do it before they kind of implemented it in their own thing, or just kind of actually came up with this on their own. But I think there's a lack of understanding because when you put them all a corner in, if you if you just put – I think there's too many paths was what I'm trying to say. If you put too many mm. paths, then it just kind of doesn't make sense. And you're really constricting marbles. The point of the Muller corner, and, and, and that's why I pulled up here at Racing Marble League's version, you see there's only three paths. And there's a space in these paths. And if you look at JMR's marble corner paths, all of them are about the width of the marble. Okay, well, on, yeah. and, J, and RML, you, you kind of assume that, but no, they're not. They're a little bit wider than the width of a marble, maybe a marble and a half almost. And so even though hmm. even though the, the dividers are constrictive, like it's hard to kind of jump over them unless you're going really fast. I mean, it kind of it kind of gives the marbles rooms to race. It really just gives them a, like a pathway, but it doesn't really constrict their movement into this very, very tight path. And, and you'll see that here, like in this view, you'll see so many marbles jump and hop as they enter the Muller corner because you have these big dividers that stick up at either end and they're very constrictive in the gap they have. Also, you'll see the Muller corners in RML have these dividers, but they smooth out. They smooth out at the edges. So the edges of these dividers do not pop above the track. They actually mm -hmm. blend back in, which makes the marbles entries a lot easier and a lot less constrictive on their momentum. And, and it's going to affect them a lot less. That that doesn't happen here. So like, I, marbles just kind of bounced over them or bounced through them and, and was really were really constricted too much and I think suffered a lot because they had to enter the... Um, the Muller corner, we'll call it the JMR corner, a certain yeah. way, and uh, I think that lack of understanding of the space you need to give a marble and the kind of um, the gradient you need in those corners so that it doesn't affect the marbles too much was not there. So you have the, the extra divider, you have these really tiny paths, and it just it made for a kind of very constrictive uh, section that did not hold on to the speed that came from that bank turn nearly as much as I think it should. Um, mm. so that's my second point. Waff? Uh, I will say, like, looking at back at that, that really close shot, it did look like some of the lanes were not as wide as the fourth lane, so I think they definitely could have done a better job constructing it to make it, uh, Yeah, the fourth lane is better. a little wider, I think, yeah. But, like, to answer why it's four, uh, so, uh, Greg, that's the, that's his name, Greg said at one point, like, going into the shell, and immediately clicked for me. The four lanes is the electron shell of the element cobalt. There are four rings in in cobalt's uh electron shell because it has that many electrons, so it needs oh. so so it needs four so it needs four lanes. That's why so that's why it's uh, on the cobalt's track specifically. Four lanes for four shells. But see, I think they still could have executed this well if they didn't have that divider. And I think they, they could have had a lot more space. If you cut that divider's width into four little pieces, you got about a marble and a quarter at least width on each of the four lanes. And you take that divider width out. And you have space. You give marble space to rattle around. You give marble space to choose. You give marble space to really make decisions. So I didn't like that. Now, 
Sure. My yeah, last that, point in this. Fair. My last point in this, which Woff may disagree with in some sense, but this is this is big for me. I also don't like the exit of this JMR corner. And back to Racing Marble League. Rarely, um, and there's one course that has this, that, um, but it's done in a different way. Rarely does the Racing Marble League ever have this giant momentum-killing chicane right after a mullet corner. I, it just doesn't happen. And the reason they do that, they don't do that, sorry, is because when you the, what a mullet corner really does is constrict movement. So marbles who enter it, they're going to come out fast because it's kind of like they're, they're, they're forced to not rattle around the turn but really smoothly take to whatever path they're stuck in because they're, they're stuck in this little path you know they have to smoothly run through it they don't there's not really the option to kind of bounce back and forth and hit the inside and hit the outside because they're because con- they're constricted so they're going to come out fast and straight so if you immediately kill that with a chicane i i know it was fun to watch marbles who were able to figure mm-hmm. out how to thread that needle to me it just kills the the experience of the mother corner I tend to not like that. I think the exit killed a lot of momentum. I think that chic- chicane shouldn't have been there. Honestly, like it, it, it always seemed. I mean, I know they wanted to do GBA Rainbow Road, wonderful, but and they did. So that I, I can't get too hard on them for that. They're, and so the chicane is there in the in that in that track. But I'm saying, like, to me, it just if yeah. it was straightened out, it's it would be pretty accurately a lot more fun to see the racing that happens between marbles, the passing that happens between marbles down that back straight. When marbles come I out at like, different speeds at the mullet corner. Yeah. Like that should, by the way, that, 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 like the, the double 90, by the way, we've definitely seen that, that specific shape of that turn in another track before. I remember seeing marbles thread the needle on other tracks before. So they have, like, I don't know where that was from, but like they've reused it multiple times. It's, this is not the first time. Hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. I just think in this particular case, it doesn't work. So I, I don't. Uh, yeah. So I still liked the the actual aspect that some marbles were able to thread the needle and make crazy passes like mm-hmm. Origin, but I don't know. I think I, I'm just I I think it could have been better executed. Everything else on the track is good. I love the GBI idea too. So I mean that's great. Rainbow Road can't go wrong. Um, but so I'll throw my rating out here at the end of this. Um, and for me, it's uh, God. I mean, I like it. Um, I think I'll give it an eight out of ten. Two point doc because I don't like Muller Corner execution, but everything else for me is uh, pretty good, pretty good, honestly. Um, I, I will like the subtle element of the Muller Corner being an electron shell. I can't. I don't actually remember if you can see like that cool cobalt stru- uh, structure in the uh, near the track. So like it does have. It still loses some points for aesthetic. Yeah, it doesn't but, have a big aesthetic. Yeah, but like in turn like they could they could even just made the grass blue or something yeah. but re- regardless i <clears throat> the racing was fun to watch like i gotta remove my bias as a momo fan we'll, we'll talk about momo like momo got hurt so bad by the mm. same issue that yellow i had my word oh i hate like, from fourth place to 16th my word <laughs> they don't that, momo can't win the championship anymore well, most marbles can't win the championship anymore. I know, but so. Momo might. But with Momo being near the top, they actually had. They could have still been in contention if they had continued to get points. You know, Yellow Eyes out of contention too now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep, a lot of marbles that should be aren't. Speedy's out of contention. Well, Momo was already out in individual. I meant more like Team Momo in like the oh. overall standings. No, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, Team Momo. Yes, yeah, crazy. It is crazy. Cat's eyes are still in it. I think the cat's eyes are gonna win. I do. 
I really do. I really believe the cat's eyes are going to win. Mm-hmm. I don't think the old Rangers have it in them to beat the cat's eyes. I just don't. I really want to. I really want to see the balls of chaos. Just like, like it'd be so such a great redemption story. Interesting enough, by the way, uh, I noticed this while I was recording the news. Uh, the individual and team standings are almost identical in terms of what marbles from the teams, aside from the Green Ducks and Team Primary. Primary can still have an individual victory, but not our team one. Right. Exactly. Cool. Cool. Yeah, which, I mean, makes sense. Obviously, the teams who are doing best as a team are going to have the most chance to get individual victories because they've been doing good as teams. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. So talk about Momo. Talk about what you saw there with Momo. I didn't see oh. anything too crazily um, awesome in the race, like like specific marble motions, but uh, um, I want to hear what you have to say about Momo. I want to, like, Term literally just points, he sent the Cobalt's M1 poster, and it has that four-lane split. They brought, they actually made that canon. I love that. That's a great reference. If they did that on purpose, job well done. That's I good, like man. that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but, that's that's good then. I, I would agree. I, I That's a fun I didn't give a rating by the track, by the way. Uh... I, I, with how much lore and, like, a lot of, there's a lot of thought into this. There really is. Uh, I'll give it a 7. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. Alright, I'll give it that. But, um, yeah, the whole Momo thing, like, they were doing pretty good. I think I remember them, like, like really gaining some, like, they would lose some spots, but, like, kind of, they were, they were pretty aggressive, too. Not the same level as, uh, uh, Speedy from last race, but, like, still pretty aggressive, like, really trying to fight to keep their top spot, and if it wasn't for the booster, they would have kept it this kind of turned into a race, like, uh, some of the past ones, like, oh, oh, Marvel's in the lead now, and now it's all the way over. But, like, uh, just, like, but, like, we kind of see a trend where, like, that gap then starts getting shrunk down more and more each time. And, like, this time, Origin had several times where they almost actually took it from Starry, which made the race interesting again. And, like, they, they, the gap at the end was, like, one second. So, like, it's better than some of the past races in terms of, like, oh, leading Marvel just takes the victory. Uh, but... Like, mm, I don't know. Like, there it had those moments, like the threading the needle. Those are the best moments. But, ah, uh, it like I, 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 admittedly, I don't know what they can do about that. Like, what can JMR do to stop that from happening? Because, like, was this really a? Pro- I don't think this is really a problem until season two with Red Eye. I think. You mean like the leading Marvel? Just yeah. Here's the thing. And this is another thing that Racing Marble League does so well. I love Racing Marble League. The way to make... Listen, obviously some marbles are faster than others. We know that. But no marble's that faster than others. And no marble wins every race. Mm-hmm. The way that you ensure that it's not just the, the marble who's leading after the first lap is leading after the 14th. Um, or make it at least a battle. Is how you design the track. It's it. How you design the track? I mean, there have been RML races where that did happen too. I think I only remember it's rare. two races. It's rare. It's surprising in RML, not not surprising in JMR. Surprising in JMR when it's close, as we just mentioned. Mm. And I mean, what RML does now? The Mar- RML has this wonderful. I mean, I don't want to call it a crutch because I think it's a really wonderful feature. But the the crutch that they have to ensure balanced races is this Muller Corner. Because they started with it and it's kind of like their thing, they mm. really do have, um, like, they have kind of that liberty to put in about 
two or three of these every race. Now, a big Muller corner that's over 360 degrees, if you watch RML races, you will see crazy amounts of ground made up and lost in Muller corner choices. Crazy amounts. Okay, you know what else? They have that highway. Now, that highway, um, so you'll, I actually have it up here in the video as well. That highway is twice, it's twice as wide, I think, is about right as the regular course and um, the regular track. And, that, and, and you might not think that's a big deal. You might think, all right, well, it's just a straight, but you, you have a little bit of width. Yeah, no, it, it's a big deal. Because when you have when you have the track open up for not just a second, but for a few seconds, that's like that's a few seconds of racing, or at least two right there, where you have that long highway straight, you allow marbles to, to roll more freely, stay off the walls for a second, and in really the entrance and exit to that highway and how marbles approach it really makes a big difference in marbles at pass. You'll see a lot of ground made up and lost in that section. And so over the course of 18 laps or something where you have a highway and a muller corner, marbles can grind a lot quicker making up ground. Marbles can be down seven seconds and make up ground in about four laps. And we've seen there's armel races where marble was was not even in camera shot mm -hmm. and that marble was passed before the end of the race because they it's subtle, but they have features that allow for that. Not just that the normal sense. standard hairpins that so that little stripe at the back because that's what JMR always does it was so that red and yellow red and white stripe um they they the bank corners are commonplace in rml also adding to that because bank corners add more granular um adjustments necessary for the marble because now there's that vertical aspect they have to approach the bank corner with the right speed as opposed to just all the marbles mm -hmm. getting thrown against the back wall of the turn so i mean and, and you'll see in rml they have a lot of bank corners like a lot if you go to the stats of each of each course usually at least four in there i, I can see like two or three right here in just this random view i paused at in this random race the highway the muller corners marbles always have the opportunity to make up ground they always do jmr doesn't give that opportunity they don't have big highway sections they don't have the you know wonderful muller corners i mean they tried but you know they need that they need work on that they don't have really that many bank turns they have one so you don't really get that remember that one tryout um, if you watch RML, you remember this. There's that one tryout where there was like seven bank corners in a row, and I, and I was I was as a commentator describing it as a dance because marbles had to sway back and forth through all the corners, and you saw a lot of passing mm -hmm. there, a lot of ground made up and lost in the in those moments because it wasn't consistent. Marbles had to just a, just a slight difference in the speed that you approach those turns change drastically how you leave them. Hmm. And that is why JMR's races are a lot more. Um, expected a lot more um um predictable better word sorry than yeah. rml's rml's races rml's races always have leader passes always have crazy twists even towards the last lap but not as much jmr this one was okay you had a couple battling up there for the lead and it was fun to watch them and orange almost made up that ground but they're missing those features that go out of their way to allow marbles to make up or lose ground yeah. Uh, so I noticed something while looking at the the, the footage on the screen. The, remember how I said like the the double ninety like threading the needle thing that we've seen before? That wasn't JMR. That's RML. I'm talking about RML has had that instance where like the, the double turn ninety. So if you got the wrong turn on the Muller corner, you would hit the wall. But if you got the innermost one, you would thread the needle. Yeah, that's they have what that, I forget about. what the race was. Am I might have. It's happened twice. I think. I think it's happened twice. They have one particular course that does this. Um, I'm pretty sure, uh, I 
don't know. I'm going to pull this out of my head here. Um, Canberra Canyon. I got it. First mm. try. <laughs> um, three. Uh, the stupid advertisement is making it hard for me to make my point quicker. Uh, yeah, Canberra you know, Canyon. It is what it is. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Canberra Canyon. I, I think Cam- Canberra Canyon sounds right to me. Yes, Canberra Canyon. Just 90, and then you have the chicane. Um, but it yeah. might have been. Oh, there was another one. There was there was a second race. There there are two races that I are in my brain Camber somewhere. Canyon. No, this one this one no, but Camera Canyon came back like twice. It might be so. It might be the case. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, anyway, mm. um, yeah. So they do that. So I don't know if they took it from that. Probably not. But probably not. I think I think like also they based this one live track guy really hates this course. He's given a lot of three out of tens, but I mean, that's just his opinion. I always try to I mean, give, it is what it is, I guess. I always try to give a bunch of points, just unless it's like literally Black Hole Funnel. I give a bunch of points just because, I mean, it's still amazing. Yeah. You know, I, I take like, points. I start with a 10 out of 10 and take points off, you know, when I see things I don't like. But. Oh, yeah, I guess random. I think, I, think, I think it happened this race. Like, like near the end of the race, like, with, like it was cl- actually close between Orange and Astari in the final lap. They weren't actually focusing on them for mo- like most of the ending section. So, it's like... It was like we, we jump back just in time to see them crossing the line. It's like, what are you doing? The most important thing is at the front. What are you doing? Go back to the front, you idiot. Hmm, I don't know, man. I don't know why. I don't know. The, the mistake happens to a lot of Marvel sports producers. They just, like, sometimes completely forget like, where the action is. Like, for the middle like for, for like for the middle part of the race, that made sense because the front was almost, especially in a lot of the past races, was almost never the most interesting thing anymore. But at the end, when there's two marbles actually competing and They're actually have together, a potential yeah. passing, then yeah, yeah, go focus on that. <laughs> Loff. <laughs> Loff is very, very excited about that. Um, no, I would agree. I I don't know. I don't know how these mistakes occur, but like, I don't know. I, maybe it's because they're just, they're being a little sloppy. I, they don't like think about it. I don't know. Maybe it just takes so much work to put this together that they just that like they miss always miss something each week and we're like how do you miss it but they're like it's so hard to paint well, this damn mural every well, week. <laughs> well, well, like, well, the mural has just been reused a few times because there's no way they can make a new one. But like, uh, again, like regarding like the the JMA and J like like the JMRC pose the thing like yeah like like they oftentimes would only have like a few hours to do the final edits and stuff so like. That like maybe selecting camera views and well actually you know Yella does the editing so maybe like giving giving him feedback on it like there's not a lot of time to fix it so if the, if the JMA gets the same amount of time to fix it like the JMRC did it's very hard to do but like I feel like it's happening more frequently than it used to and again I think it's just because JM the JMA are not willing to f- force themselves to work harder than they than they are they really should but like only the JMRC who like were just super like super passionate about i guess like what yellow was doing and they really put a whole lot into it Mm, yeah now they've lost that team so they've lost that um polished uh ness that comes with it well marble sports is hard to make we've had many episodes talking about this marble sports is hard to make one of the hardest productions to make on youtube it's easy to play a video game and just talk about it yeah it's hard to make marble sports Oh, and also, um, like, I think the other thing point, like, like, so the JMRC generally was like uh, adults. Usually, like, sometimes there were a few, like a few like minors, like uh, beta wolves and stuff. But I think for the most part, the JMRC was made up of adults, so they had like more like skill with like working with like, things, and like they had more. They as they like they could pro like like your brain matures obviously, so like you're able to process and understand things and do things easier when you're older usually than when you're younger. So maybe the JMA is also made up of more kids. 
or younger pe- people who don't have like the necessarily the knowledge and skill to do things as efficiently yeah. their eyes aren't as picky enough to, to be careful and quick about finding mistakes who knows maybe or maybe just people with not enough time or not enough passion to really go through all that probably a combination um, of all these things probably yeah so that being said that's kind of all i have on electron expressway we're over an hour already so um yeah if, unless you have anything else groundbreaking throw it out now um but uh yeah i mean crazy cat's eyes o-rangers even even Balls of Chaos still in it. It's going to be a fun last couple of races. I personally yes. definitely go Crazy Cat Size. They're going to win. They're going to win. It's not a Royal Way victory this time. It's going to win, though. They're going to um, win. Let's see. There's no way they're not. But I but think yeah. it's going to be close. Um, well, and, yes, but uh, I have one more thing that's crazy. X Camo has been announced for Marvel League. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cr- Imagine. Imagine if that actually ever actually hit screens. That would be... That would be but like it's actually the original team members names too so like they actually went back and found your reddit <laughs> post about it what was it um sneaky sniper <laughs> camo no cam and big x or something stupid like that. <laughs> big, x. <laughs> big x uh with that that's on that note let's pull this one to a close well I'll take us out for the episode All we'll see right, you guys anyway. next time roll on marvel sports fans <laughs>